Welcome to Streaming Surfers, everyone. My name is August Ricardo. My name is Jesse Davis. He's back. He's back. I'm Guess back. who's back? Back in action. Back because again. Snyder again, so I have to come back for Snyder. Yeah, yeah our official Snyder correspondent, yes, Calvin. That's what Ooh, we call. Is that what it's gonna be? Yeah. If we if we start backtracking through some of his movies, I wanna. Yeah, we can do a sucker punch. We can do a um. Well, I mean, a Legends of the Owls of the Guardians of Gotham. Another movie that will be brought up later today. Yes. Sucker punch. No. The owl one. No. Oh. Well, you, we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. important that we talk about this one in in, in response to the one that we're talking about today. Yes. Oh, all yeah. right. So, uh, we should probably hop into the news. Uh, yeah. Do we want to do DC news first? Yeah, let's do some DC news. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you should be... Say something? Maybe Hello? my volume's turned down. No, we uh, messed up the volume last time. Cause, yeah, but it was being fucking... See? Cool. Okay, now, now, now it's... Now, now it's... Better. Now, welcome to streaming service. Now, welcome. We're back. Um, So, <laughs> we have a lot of DC news. Ooh. A whole grip of it. A whole bunch. Director Calvin T. Shepard named Batman director? Yep. Well, do you want to start with the Batman news? Yes. All right. Yeah, let's start with some Batman. If this is that fake, like, there's problems on the set stuff... I'm no, I don't give it... I, I re- <laughs> we, we reported on the, the Batmobile sex one, like... A year ago? The people are trying so hard. Even today, they're like, they're having problems on set. It's like, they're not even on set. Right, yeah, it's rap. Like <laughs> two months ago. Give it up, guys. Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 is not happening. Right. So, speaking of uh, classic Batmans going around again, and also Ezra Miller, um, Michael Keaton's classic Batman suit gets yeah. teased for the Flash film. So, um, You're welcome for sending that to you, by the yes, way. Yes, I was very excited. So, do you think uh, fucking Keaton's so, going to die? I have, I, have yeah. very, I have very, very... Um, one thing I'm very, very happy about is based off of the pectoral shape of the bottom of this suit, which is very important, oh my God. is that the, the suit is the Batman Returns suit and not right. the Batman suit from 1989 instead, but the Batman Returns suit from 1992, which is important because there is a very big difference and the 1992 suit is way better yes it is it is way superior i mean that suit on camera looks gorgeous. it looks amazing it looks oh my god i'm really excited that they're using the classic suit too because i figured they'd like probably have it suit. hanging up like in a in mm-hmm. a I thought, glass case in the bat cave and then it would give well him another and, you suit. know that might actually be that reference they might just show that suit and he might right. be in some kind of different suit yeah i had imagined I'm actually seeing it at least um i'd actually thought this kind of suit he'd have would be um have silvery accents, mm-hmm. and it'd be more um, Justice Lordy if I yeah. had to yeah. guess what it would look That'd like. That'd be cool. I, I really hope that he doesn't die, though, because I am still on the train of he needs to do Batman Beyond. If there's going to be somebody to do yeah. that, it needs right. to be Keen. So, I don't know if it, like, maybe that he could die in this and just play a different version yeah. of the or something like that. Or well, because if we technically... Just, like, the like Terry McGinnis exists in this universe and we don't see him we just like oh yeah. yeah Terry and then we get a movie that happens in the Flashpoint universe before oh Zoinks the who's that the Keats the Keats 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 um oh go ahead but yeah so I would rather see Batman Beyond yeah I want to see Batman Beyond and I think Keaton's the right guy to do it but um I think Maybe they'll give us, like, Batman Beyond as, like, a prequel mm-hmm. for what we see in Flashpoint. Maybe. It's possible. Who's to say? Hmm. It's he very weird, because, if I recall correctly, we do know what's been going on with uh, this Batman, because he's, um... We go to his world, 
Yeah, in, in uh, Elseworlds? Or not Elseworlds, the Crisis. Yeah. 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 He married uh, Selena Kyle. He did. He did. Does that mean we get Michelle Pfeiffer back? Oh, I God. would love it's possible. that. <laughs> She's also an MCU. Oh, I guess he is, too. He is, yep. yeah. He's also in the Sonyaverse or something. Yeah. It's maybe also the He's MCU. He's in Morbius. <laughs> he is in Morbius. Um, I, it took me like eight times watching that trailer before I realized that that was a... The like, Vulture? Looney Tunes line, though? Like, yeah. I'm like, wait, there's no connection there. Is that right. your WB reference right back to going back to Batman? Or what's the deal? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> right. All right, what's next? Yeah. All right, um, so do you want to do... We, we should keep the Bat family we're trend... Waiting, we're waiting on it trend of going sure um <laughs> with uh some additions to the league of super pets uh movie yeah including kevin hart as ace the bat hound that one's a little weird i want kevin in the movie but i don't know if i like him as ace i think another actor who's yeah. listed here should have been ace is he it is it the kraz no ace. is it diego luna no is it reeves yeah okay well i went Who? down the list kiana no 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 well maybe kiana, kiana for did. ace but like Okay, I unapologetically loved that show, that kids show. That oh, we yeah. talked Same. about this the other day. Yeah, because it like came on before the Batman that animated series. Right. On, and I was like, I didn't think it was real. So, and, and Batman Beyond was on at the same time. And there's this great. When I was a little kid, my dad had a black lab. Her name was Lacey, and she ran off one day and she came back pregnant, and she had a bunch of puppies. And uh, we got to keep one, and it was a boy. My dad was like, multiple times, cannot name the dog Ace, or <laughs> dog, the dog Batman. So I uh, watched the show, and I hear it say Ace, and I run, uh, run in his room, he's sleeping, and he worked nights, and I was like, can we name it Ace? He's like, yeah, actually, that's a great name. How'd you come up with that? I said, like, just came up with it. Right. We're sitting there watching Batman, like, two months later, like, when it's too late, and he's like, Batman's like, Ace! And he's like, he looks at me like... <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Calvin. <laughs> yeah. I, Kevin Hart is not a good casting for that. He's not he, my top choice, but I think he's a good choice for the movie in general. And well, I maybe it'll be great. I yeah. assume that this implies that he's going to be like crypto sidekick, yeah? Like, yeah. Right. That, anything Dwayne, that is no sidekick to anything super. Mm. Mm. Why don't you watch? give yeah, the CW a no, crack and watch? I, I agree. I agree. But, you know, doesn't necessarily make the bat better than any. Yes, it does. <laughs> if anything, Superman is a sidekick to Batman. That is that's just, false. That's objectively false. <laughs> no, neither of them are a sidekick to each other. Right. <laughs> as as an, I am. I am a non-biased. Oh, what show are you making again, shit. Calvin? Take your shirt off, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> show the, show this non-visual medium <laughs> your back tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see it. Who did you ink on your body, Calvin? Um, I don't. Non. I don't get tattoos. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then also we have a uh, Kate McKinnon, Vanessa Bayer, uh, Natasha Lyon, and I already said uh, John Krasinski, Diego Luna, and Keanu Reeves. Yep. Um, I don't even know there were that many fucking pet sidekicks off the top of my head. <laughs> Allegedly, there are. Maybe some of them will be voicing like the superheroes that they are sidekicks too. Maybe. Like, maybe Diego Luna or Keanu Reeves is voicing Batman. Oh my god, is, it's like is the Kraz going to be, gonna be, be Batman? It's like looking at the voice cast of uh, the uh, Justice League in Lego Batman. It's, like, insane. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Superman was, like, what, Channing Tatum? It was Channing Tatum, because <laughs> the joke was um, Green Lantern was Jonah Hill, and he was, like, trying to hang out with Superman. 
because we all had a good time watching 21 Jump, or Jump Street, a movie that um, the audience of the Lego movie fondly remembers. Right. They'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, like their dynamic in, in 21 Jump Street, a movie I watched recently. Right. <laughs> Sips my juice box. There is a good uh, director connection there, too. It wasn't directed, but the Lego movie was directed by the same guys. This directed 21 Jump Street. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. No doubt, no doubt. And he was attached to direct a night, uh, live action Nightwing movie for a while too. Yeah, Chris McKay. Yeah. yeah. I I, uh, I tweeted how I was so excited for it, and I was also like seventeen, so I was like, "Hope it's an open audition," which I still do. And he uh, replied back to me and said, "Like, oh well, Who's details say? coming soon." And it's been like five, five years, years and right? And nothing has happened. Well, but, you know, like I said. I'm very against tattoos, and he did have right. Catwoman tattooed on his arm, so that's probably why, you know. That could be. Because right. he did, wasn't a non-biased entity like myself. Right, right, right. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so, Batwing, yeah. Yeah, that sure is a costume. It is a costume. I'm so happy that the Power Rangers is still kicking for the younger generations, that they get to experience the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers just like we did. I mean... I don't hate the costume, but it's not good. I think it's the helmet. Especially the considering, especially considering how good the Nightwing and the Red Hood costume and the Robin costumes are. Like, well, ooh, this is for Titans. This is for, this is for Bat- Bat- Batwoman. So this is CW budget they're rocking with. Oh, and CW creative. I thought it was for Titans for some no, reason. No, I was all genuinely worried for Titans. Now, I don't like Titans, but I also. For some reason, enjoy watching Titans. Sure, uh, Titans is the worst thing to come off of the DC Universe I, app. I, I disagree. I, but I mean, there's nothing. But yeah, okay, technically yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> I disagree, but actually, well, it's but like, like I don't hate watching it. Yeah, well, no, there's also Star Girl. Um, oh yeah, Star Girl and uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, I haven't seen Swamp Thing, so sure. Yeah, but it got canceled like immediately, so that it says was, a lot. It was more of a cost thing, from what I understand. Oh okay. Yeah, it was like Swamp Thing is just too fucking. So this is for Batwoman. I did not even know. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about. Which is why, like, for a CW costume, it's all right. It's pretty good. The helmet's a little wonky, but you know. It's not great. I don't know. Okay, hate- my I'm I'm more on board with it now than I right. was before. Well, because yeah. I was talking to you like when you went to go do your thing. Um, that Luke has always been like a um, like a befuddled nerd who mm-hmm. like makes her gadgets right. And on the Batwoman show, so now he's Batwing, which I, I haven't watched it. So they're just doing. I didn't Mr. like her. Terrific, but on. Batwoman? Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. I wasn't interested based off the Crisis crossover, yeah. so I didn't right. go into watching the show. And I heard they did Hush in the first season. They did do Hush in the like, first what season. Are you, yeah, yeah, what are you weird. doing? They did Hush. What are you doing? And then from what I understand, um, with this new character, because you know how everyone has like a, there's like a, I guess that's like a gimmick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in the context of the show, Kate's was, oh, I like... Went to military school and then I did the police academy and all that stuff and that's what, this is why I can be Batwoman and then um, new character the new Batwoman I forget uh, the character's name yeah uh, she's an African American actress and they're like I'm homeless and I know these streets and that's oh. her that's her Batwoman qualification oh. <laughs> knowing them streets knowing them streets and no one I guess read that out loud right. <laughs> no. nope I guess not yeah. Um, Whew. Yeah, Jason tug Dad. at collar. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
Jason Todd. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Moving on. Uh, DC's Blue Beetle film will be an HBO Max exclusive. Uh, why? Yeah, that's kind of the the values. I agree. Yeah, especially, especially since the release normally congru- con- curly. Con- Better put the fucking Batman movie as an HBO Max exclusive. No, but you won't. No, We're- do not put it as an HBX exclusive. Do not put it on HBO Max at all. <laughs> I would be there. For the it is doing the. Right it is doing yeah, the concurrent forty five day. It's or is it doing the forty five day? Batman doing forty five. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not watching that at home until I've watched it at least eight times in the theater. <laughs> I need to see it at least twice in theaters before I, I yeah. watch it at home. Oh my gosh, that trailer! I watched it twenty three, three, four times a day. <laughs> he does. It's true. I've seen it. <laughs> I haven't, like, but I believe it. Then hanging out, like we've been on set all day long, and he'll. Pause. Like when there's a break happening, he'll just watch the Batman trailer. It's just factored into the shooting schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, Batman trailer time. Right. He just factors in like ten minutes across the day to watch the Batman trailer. It's great trailer. I no, think that trailer, trailer is one of the best Batman movies of all time. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> right. It's better than it, a it good understands the character better than yeah. Right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Maybe don't put your minority superheroes behind a paywall. Yeah, that's my uh, hot take of the day. Um, I'll, I'm assume I'll have more. We're talking a, about a Snyder movie, especially but. if it's the like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't won't Blue Beetle be the first like Hispanic-led superhero movie? Oh yeah, I was about to say yeah. No, which it I mean, hold on. Maybe there's something in like the '90s. Maybe. Yeah. It doesn't seem correct, but maybe it is. I mean, um, not necessarily the first Hispanic superhero character. No, I mean... But also, like, they have, like, Bane. Tom Hardy played that guy. <laughs> um, no one's played Bane yet. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> did you hear how Dave Bautista, he's... He, like... Did you see the interviewer he was describing? Oh, if I played Bane, he'd do this, 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 and this, and he just proceeded to, like, read the Wikipedia page for... <laughs> the character. For Bane. He's like, he'd be smart. Oh, I guess... Well, that's not quite it. Um, I would say... I mean, like, Zorro exists. I was going to say Zorro, or, um, I guess, technically... I love those movies. Like, Miles Morales, technically? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that passes. Yeah, um, but other than that... No, 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 uh, no. Yeah, that's a no. So, you know... I love those yeah, I'm very excited for uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm Maybe you should make I, uh, this one a fucking uh, open audition, yeah? Who's making it? True. I don't even know off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, I'm not sure who the the team is on it, but... Yeah. Yeah, you should make this one an open audition, DC. Yeah. DC execs who are definitely listening. Yeah. DC execs who, who stuck around after <laughs> right after all this. After the uh, the things you said about you. Right. Um. I haven't said anything bad. Fair enough. I suppose. <laughs> if you're sticking with that, then sure. He's so unbiased. How it could is. he? Yeah, I'm very unbiased. And Angel Manuel Soto to direct the BB. Oh, yeah. he was like a showrunner for something, right? Mm, I think he was. ready to find out, aren't we? I'm looking it up. Doop a doop a doop a doop. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. 
It's gonna be a CG suit, and it's maybe not gonna look that good, because they won't do practical. Nothing I've seen, so I'll have to look into it. Um, he directed a t- uh, movie called Charm City Kings Dinner Party. Mm. Best year's dream. Mm. Who wants to talk about Zatanna? Inside Trump's America. Alright. Uh, wait, is this still... Who's making this one? Uh, Emerald Fennell. Emerald Fennell is writing, but she's she's, she's not, not allowed to direct it. Direct. <laughs> Women aren't allowed to direct things. I still think is that they just want someone to do all of the um, Justice League Dark stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. And I don't think she and I think she's like I don't want to. They ought to. They ought to. Um, they ought to steal Scott Derrickson. Not for this specific movie, but for something in the. Um, yeah. In the dark. Right. That'd universe. be cool. This, yes. So, Emerald Fennell says uh, the DC movie will be, quote, really quite dark. She also hints at huge, massive, crazy sequences and fights. Because, I don't know how I feel about that, because I want my Zatanna movie to be very subdued. Right. No, I'm, I'm excited. I love Zatanna. Um, I'm very excited. I, the crazy fight scenes, that sounds kick-ass. Hold on, which, what is it? Because you're saying Zatanna, and you're saying Zatanna. It's Zatanna. August says it wrong. I'm. What do you want from me, man? I, I know this character much better than August does. It's Are you Zatanna. gatekeeping me right now? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> we've done this you on the podcast You're not allowed before. in the Zata- Zatanna fan club. Have, have you even seen the episode where Wonder Woman gets turned into a pig? Yeah, and Bruce Wayne has to <laughs> sing his sultry baritone voice. <laughs> Or the this little piggy Justice League Unlimited. Don't you fucking try and don't you try, Calvin. Oh, You're gatekeeping so bad. Have you seen the anime series episode where her dad teaches him how to how to be an escape artist? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. well, you get out of fan club then. <laughs> you thought you had me. I did have you on the second one. All right. Took you a second. Yeah, you got there. No, I'm just saying that we've had this conversation on the podcast because he kept saying Zatanna and I kept saying Zatanna and he's like wait you know this character better than me am I saying it wrong I'm like yes you are I'm trying to I'm Zatanna I'm trying to see you, how they pronounce it in something have either of you guys seen Promising Young Woman yes yeah, together oh we watched it together Fucking it's so good God. I love Promising it was Young really Woman. great no. I um <laughs> I was talking to someone about uh, the character of John Constantine and uh he said that um only a woman, woman should be allowed to write and direct something with John Constantine in it because only a woman could really rap and convey what a mediocre white man John Constantine truly is. Yeah. I do love John Constantine, but yeah. I want the question. That's what it should be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially um, if... Uh, Rosie Perez? Yeah, Rosie Perez comes back. Well, I mean, that would be great. Mario Robbie said, "Yeah, there's probably not going to be another Birds of Prey." Probably not, but, but I would love to see Rosie Perez like actually as the question. And I might be the the only one with this, but um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Winstead as um, Huntress. Yes, comes back. 100%. Yes, I hope so. That Birds rom- of Prey is my favorite DC. That romance is incredible. EU movie. It needs to happen. Yes. So. Agreed. I watched that movie and I was just like watching her scenes. I was like, I just want her to find the question. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very. I really actually quite liked it. Um. So I think we have one more bit of DC news, unless I'm mistaken. Detective Comics. Yes. Um. 
first look and teaser at the new Shazam. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, suit Shazam. looks neat. It does look pretty neat. It's very, um, I quite like the bracers. Yeah, I really like the bracers. Um, you want to know what I don't like about uh, this costume? The CG cape? No. Um, the the Snyder boys on Twitter who won't shut the fuck up about how it looks like a Snyder suit, so it's obviously they're bringing Snyder back and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, shut, shut up. What does that mean? Shut up. It what? just means it has texture. You're just a Snyder hater. I mean, a little bit. But like, that's not the exclusive reason. Uh, now, transferring to our exclusive uh, Snyder consultant, Calvin T. Shepard. No, I just come here because for these ones because I feel like I, I know I'm going to have a different opinion than both of you. So. This is true. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like it, personally. Um, yeah, I think it looks great. So let's move on, not to Marvel. We're going to circle back around to them, if there even is any Marvel news. I don't actually think there is. Um, there might not be. We're going to do some some super... Oh, there is one. Uh, we're going to do some 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 other uh, superhero news, but not, not quite. Some independent superhero news. You ready? Okay. Let's go. First, look at Soldier Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, I like the suit. It looks good. The it green... looks like Captain America. Yeah, it yeah. looks like Captain America's suit, but green. Yeah, and I, like, I quite like the shield. I like the shield. I'm very excited for Jensen Ackles to kind oh, of be. Speaking of Jensen, have you guys been talking at all about Long Halloween? Yeah, uh, I've been doing uh, some of the news bit, as it comes yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> Sorry, it looks so good. <laughs> it, looks, it looks really good. I. The only thing I'm sad about is that I don't love the art style, especially because, well, like a the art style looks just kind of shitty. But also, I know that the art style from the comics wouldn't transfer, but I wish yeah. they did something that it kind would, of was it, a little more art, reminiscent yeah. of it. Especially because, like, watching the Dark Knight Returns two-parter and how... Yeah. And even uh, the year one, how, yeah. how it transfers. Like, the year one doesn't look anything like the comics, but it feels like it's it works towards right. what that universe is. I finally figured out why that is. It's cause I haven't been watching the DC anime movies that have been coming out, but the Superman and the and the Justice Society one that has Wonder Woman, they're building their cinematic, their their oh like the new ones after Apocalypse universe. War. Mm-hmm. They're building it back up again. Okay. See. So and that this is part of that. That's why okay. it looks the same as those two. Movies. Yeah, that makes sense. Have you? So you haven't seen any of the newer ones? I haven't seen those two yet. No. I haven't seen the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. They're in World War Two. Mm-hmm. Matt Bomer's there. He's the Flash. Um. I have seen um, fuck, Superman. John Jones is there. Uh, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. That one, I like. I mean, it's fine. It's. I like Superman a lot. Uh-huh. Um, the correct opinion to be having. Correct. And um, not, yeah. <laughs> but there is a passing reference to Batman. Um, I quite like it because uh, Ma Kent is making Superman a suit. And then she goes, I put a cape on it, just like the Batman you see on the news. I guess I gotta go watch it then. Oh, because yeah. they were saying the words Batman. <laughs> um, I remember the first thing I said to my dad walking out of Man of Steel was, Did you see the Wayne satellite? <laughs> what about the truck, Calvin? Did you miss the truck? <laughs> I didn't see the truck. No, I didn't. I saw the satellite, though. <laughs> oh, and that was a LexCorp truck. It was a LexCorp yeah. truck. Re- LexCorp truck, Wayne Tech satellite, or whatever. Yeah. Wayne because Enterprise. Because Wayne is better than Lex. I mean, true. yeah, factually. But, yeah. <laughs> I <clears throat> I don't know if I've forgotten your opinion on this. Calvin, what do you think of Justice League Dark Apocalypse War? We've had he this conversation. I, I, I do. I do. I, 
But I what a wrong I, opinion. I, I, I want, no, 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 it's not a wrong opinion. It's a good opinion. Um, I want to I want to preface that with a, the question of. Did you guys watch all the movies leading up to it? Or Not did... all of them. I think I'd good... seen all of them except um, Wonder Woman Bloodlines because I didn't realize it was part of it. I had watched I'd seen all about of half them. Of and I was on the journey, man. And I was on the journey and That's I fair. enjoyed the journey, okay? I did When it came out, I didn't even realize that the, like this was going to be the end of it. I didn't know if that was the plan. Like I didn't have anyone paying attention. But like I watched it. And there's a lot of things I'm not okay with, but <laughs> the... Way they opened that movie I, I with just, entirely wrong interpretations of characters, Superman and Batman. Did you like the, did you like the, the the slideshow of the Justice League getting killed because it wasn't even animated fully? It was just like did, yeah. still image of the arms being ripped off yeah, of like a, of a gradient effect. Yeah, I thought that was cool. <laughs> I I can see how if you were like on the journey, it would. Mm-hmm. Be oh, I was on the journey, but I I still like I it felt to me. My big problem with it is characterization was very off, like yeah. specifically with most of the main characters. But um, like Superman. Damien Wayne didn't really feel consistent with like how he's been characterized in that universe. Yeah, I can agree. Because yeah. he was like, I had to save uh, Nightwing. He's my brother. I'm like, all your interactions with Nightwing up to this point have been, hello, you parentless orphan boy. How does it feel to know that I'm the real son of Batman? Right, yeah. Right. And I, and that is true. But, um, but also, that is true. But also, there is a lot of growth, not only given, but also... I'm gonna say this. You're gonna get it implied <laughs> from him going off to live in the mountains, and um, I, I, and there was uh, bad blood where they yeah Batman and Robin together, and so things mm-hmm. changed. That's I fair. think there's. I think what I do like about Justice League: Dark Apocalypse War mm-hmm. is it does raise interesting ideas. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. And then I would watch a... I would absolutely probably love a better version of this. Yeah, but a better well, it, version it, I would love. It seemed like the movie, uh, despite the fact that Superman's not a bad guy in it, this seemed, it seemed like what something that Snyder would know as a sequel. Yeah, and, well, I had uh, wondered, actually, because I think I mentioned this to you when we first watched <clears> it. I wondered how much of it was stuff that, like, was just put into an animated movie that didn't make it into like a future Snyder movie specifically because I'm pretty sure those fucking lava machines or whatever are in the Snyder cut. Well, in the use of teaming up with the Suicide Squad, that was probably why Suicide Squad got greenlit um, in the first place was preparing for that moment. Right, yeah. And even looking at what Snyder's team was at the end of Justice League despite the fact that that was shot after his cut was released. I mean, the ideas are still yeah. probably from prior. The fact that Deathstroke's on the team and things like that show that they would have recruited anybody for what their missions were. Yeah. So, yeah. We yeah. got way off track. So we did get way off track. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, Soldier Boy looks good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Soldier Boy looks good. So, Jupiter's Legacy has been canceled. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed about it because it... I watch it. I watched it... I'm probably gonna watch it like next. I I like it. It's not great. I get why it was canceled. The, my big issue is that it ended in a way that 
absolutely makes you feel as though they were told that they were on like a two or three season deal. And so they wrote it into this big, huge cliffhanger and then it got canceled after that. Like See, they could have wrapped read... it up if they knew this was like a one and done or even if it's like, a, we're not sure if we're getting a second season. But the way it ends, you're like, this is definitely getting a second season. See, what I had read and like the things I had seen um, is that it's... It didn't seem more like they were told as much as is they were overly confident they'd get another season. Because yeah. yeah. the superhero adjacent stuff, it's hot. Um, a, it, it is. A darker Superman. We love a darker Superman. We have a bright burn. We have a Homelander. That's not at all what it is. I don't even know what it is. I just That's how it looks to me, though, having not seen but, it. And, and I, think, sure. I, think, I think my, my thought was, like, I, I don't have any interest in watching this yet because I am still, like riveting over Invincible. And right. my question is Fair. like like it would probably yeah. That probably is true for a lot of people. I think yeah, it came out really close to Invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's more of an error in marketing because it's not close to Invincible at all. Right. The Josh Duhamel's character actually is a the best Superman that we've got since Chris Reeves. Probably. Like he Oh is, well no. I mean, Superman and Lewis, Tyler, Hecklin. Oh, yeah, fair. this guy's... Yeah, fair. I was like, that guy is good. Um, but, like, the Josh Duhamel character is very, very close... The Utopian, very close to what Superman should be. Right. And that was really good. It, it raises a lot of interesting questions and interesting plot points. But also, the way that it ends... If they say that they're canceling Jupiter's Legacy, but they are greenlighting a show that's featuring, like, the villains of the show, it could just kind of be a backdoor second season with the way that it ends, because the character who is revealed to be the villain is, like, it's very clear that the second season would have focused on Right. So they could just be doing the second season, but as a different show well, that's doesn't make question any sense. mark but it yeah it doesn't make sense well uh, what did they gr- netflix greenlight a whole bunch of mark millard yeah comics? everything yeah, yeah. so Pretty much. like what does that mean for all of these uh, and i and i being a big nemesis fan I, I, i'm excited for that like I, I i read nemesis when i was like in high school and i had to sneak it around because that comic is dark yeah right <laughs> well what i had heard and you can tell me if I'm wrong on what I heard. Mm-hmm. Jupiter's legacy didn't have a strong hook, like in comparison to like something like The Boys or something like Invincible. Like Invincible or The Boys hook you like really quickly. First yeah. Episode, yeah, yeah. First episode. That's true. And then Jupiter's legacy, the end, I guess, is what hooks you to want right. to see more. Mm-hmm. But that it's kind of a journey to get there. Yeah. Huh. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. yeah, but like if it if it like if it got you to where you want to see more, I think I honestly think that they should probably should have pushed it back. They shouldn't just I think because it's like going from the boys to Invincible to Jupiter's Legacy. It's just like okay, I don't want to do this. I'm not in right, the right. This well, because also like yeah, the advertising does make it seem like it's going to be much more in the vein of boy the boys are Invincible, whereas it is very much not. Right. Well, because like, I the, see the, the central question. There's two storylines going on, mm-hmm. and the central question of one of the storylines is basically like the one that's set in the modern day. Mm-hmm. Um, is like 
supervillains are evolving and they're willing to kill people. Mm-hmm. Do we need to evolve to be willing to kill them? Like, that is the question that is being asked. And so, very separate from The Boys and Invincible, where right. it's like, oh, bad guy, kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, that's... There are some characters that believe that, and then there are other characters that are fighting very strongly against that. Right. And so, the it, it's not a fact of the universe like it is in um, Invincible or The Boys. It's a, it's a moral question that's being asked. Right. So that... that- See, that right there, it intrigues me. Like, I am genuinely intrigued by that idea. But I didn't get that impression from any of the marketing Mm -hmm. I'd seen. And to this day, I see, like, what's what's the not Superman in this one? The Utopian. Utopian. I see the Utopian, like, in fucking edits with, like, Omni-Man and Homelander and shit. Like, oh, who would win? Like, which, like, to me, as, like, an outside observer who doesn't know a lot about the show, I think he's going to be the bad guy, or I think he's at least comparable to... uh, Because it's, like... Brightburn, Omni Man, Homelander, the Utopian. And I'm like, right. at well, this point, that stuff's gone too far. It happens. Yeah. It's starting to. It's, and it's like, too many evil Supermans. That's why I haven't finished season two of The Boys because I don't, I don't care about evil Superman anymore. Well, and, and to even even against that, like when you have, especially from the same company, two shows and one has been going on for a while and moderate, moderately successful, and then another one comes out and they do it better. Right. It's, it, like I mean, like. I think Invincible as a first season is absolutely incredible. Yes. No, I agree. Yeah, and, and and to I don't know at some point like the whole my bad. No, it's good. I just <laughs> noticed it from the audio on the thing. So keep it. Um, if like the evil Superman thing, I mean, like to the point where even our Superman at this point is evil right, Superman. Right. Like we don't. Uh, We're like actual honest to god Clark Kent. Yeah, is yeah bad so, guy. I don't know. Well, yeah. I think that um, we're going to get to a point, my guess, what I hope to see, is that this will lead to like a more earnest take on Superman. I hope so. Well, I think it has. I mean, with uh, Superman, yeah, with and, Lois, Superman and, and Lois. Yeah, and, and like, like that, that one scene with him in his old costume is the, really the I've seen yeah. a couple scenes, but like, it's, it's, it is perfect Superman if, right. you know, if you enjoy that <laughs> character. Right. <laughs> I, I hope, like, I, I really like a lot of the stuff we are getting now, don't get me wrong, but I do hope that this means that in a couple of years we're going to get more of a return to form with superheroes, especially, like, DC characters, where it's more, like... They're all going away very soon in general. Probably. Yeah, I mean... Something can only thrive for so long. It's going to go the way of the Western before too long. Right. I think yes and no. I think we might get one more big Marvel thing. Like, I think we're going to get the next big Marvel event, maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we're going to pack it in. Or at least slow down. I think it'll slow down. I don't think it will stop entirely. It will, it will slow down once these multiverse things start happening way too much. Like, right. That's going to... I think... It's going to kill it. It's a terrible idea. I think it's cool, but I think... <clears throat> and I, I do want to see it. But at the end. It will be the Achilles heel, I think. Yes. Right. <clears throat> well, I think, you know, the other thing is... Could you sauce me my Red Bull? There's only... Red Bull. Thank you so much. You ever had Red Bull? I love Red Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull. Not sponsored. Um, I think there's only so many recognizable characters at a certain point 
Right. And I think Marvel's already spreading itself a little thin. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm excited for, like, uh, Shang-Chi, and I'm very excited for the Eternals, but also, and, I mean, no one really gives, like, a hot shit about the Eternals. Yeah, no, nobody, like, anyone who cares about the Eternals at all loves the Eternals. Right. But that is, like, one out of every hundred comic fans. Right. Like, not even just general population, like actual comic fans yeah well no, it's the same thing because the i encounter of doom patrol like i love the doom patrol show mm-hmm. but like the doom patrol as a comic is so fucking complicated and yeah. so like archaic to get into that as much as i like love consuming the show it doesn't allow me to travel backwards right and i think the Eternals are going to have a similar problem. I, I don't so. think Shang-Chi was ever a, char- a character that many people cared about. Because he was like... He was always like a really cool side character. Yeah, he was like Iron Fist's buddy that he hung out with sometimes. And they taught Spider-Man that one right. thing. Like when he showed up in an Iron Fist comic or he showed up in a Spider-Man comic or he showed up in um, an Iron Man comic or whatever. People would be like, oh, hell yeah, Shang-Chi. Yeah. But th- like there was always little demand for like a Shang-Chi um, solo. Right. And, and I am excited for, like, the implications of it all. Like, that's great. Oh, absolutely. But I think what's going to end up happening is... I, what I think is actually going to be the straw that breaks the camel back isn't necessarily going to be multiverse stuff. I think... Although I think there will be a part of it. I think what's going to happen is... And I don't have any, any evidence to prove, it, prove this. But when you see people talk about what they're excited for coming up... You hear about Fantastic Four a lot more, I'd say, than X-Men. A little bit, yeah. And I think that... Marvel, they're going to try and go all in on X-Men, especially if, like, you know, like, uh, Anthony Mackie today said he probably has, like, six more years. six to eight years. Six to eight years left in him. Tom Holland, the fucking contracts, we don't know how long that's going to last. Yeah. At a certain point, everyone's going to turn 50. Right. Then they're going to be like, oh, we'll put the X-Men forward now. And maybe I think audiences are going to be a bit fatigued on the X-Men. I mean... Yeah, they're always fatigued on the X-Men. I well, because mean, like, there has only been Logan, two Nolan good X-Men Kent. movies made in the past 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. And it's, it's unless it's Logan, you, they don't care. Right. Unless it's Deadpool, they don't care. Right. And Oh, I guess me, the Deadpool movies count. Well, There's been like five out of the 13. Deadpool barely counts. Right. Okay. Deadpool, especially once he enters the MCU, he will no longer count anymore. Right. Because he will, he will evolve from being mutant to... Whatever he says he is in that, and he's gonna he's gonna fuck around with Spider Man. He's gonna fuck around with all the other. Characters. Right. Am I not right. supposed to say that? You yeah, yeah. I've been here three this times. This is an R rated podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's for the it's after hours. Yeah. Um, but no, I think yeah, I think that's what it's gonna be like. And I like the X Men a lot. Like I do. I think that they have opportunity for a lot of interesting stories and everything. But that being said, I don't know how much of the audit general public is like. Yeah, you know what I want. Another X-Men movie, bring it on. Especially because there's already been, like, half-hearted attempts at pretty much every big X-Men storyline. The thing is is that if you like an X-Men character, you're probably moderately satisfied with what you got. Like, I'm a big Magneto fan, and I'm like... Well, I mean, like, if you're, like, a Gambit fan, probably not. No, no. Which (laughs) I am, and you are, Yeah, but... But if you're a Magneto fan, you're good, so you're just... I mean, That's fair. Yeah. yeah just like, I'm if good. you're a Xavier fan, you already got yeah. two great Xaviers. Even right. though they were in some 
okay movies. But, like, and if you're a Jean Grey fan, what? Are they going to make a third Phoenix movie? Like, right. Let's... Threes... Well, third time's a charm. Maybe a third time they might actually get it right. Yeah. But uh, I, I hope they don't touch it for a while. I hope they let I Phoenix. think that Kevin Feige would be smart to not even touch Phoenix with a 30-foot pole. Yeah, I agree. Like... And if or, they do it all, or, they give it or, some time. Or... Or just show how fucking good you are at it and just do it. And just do it right. I feel like that's Who are you flexing you on? Like, no. See, because that's what he does, though, okay? Yeah. I mean, he, he like, Batman v Superman's announced Civil War, you know? Right. We're gonna do, we're gonna do Spider-Man cross, or we're gonna do, uh, have Batman, uh, Michael Keaton in there with Ben Affleck in the same movie. Yeah, well, we're having three Spider-Man. You know, like, that's what he does, okay? And he might not, like, look like it, but he's mic-dropping every chance he gets. Right. And he puts the movies out first, too, and that's the big thing. Do you guys remember... When Civil War and Batman v Superman were on the same they day. They had the same day, yeah. And Kevin was like, I'm <laughs> and, not fucking moving. I'm not moving. <laughs> right. I guess I'm staying in the theater all day. Yeah. I planned on it. <laughs> Alright. Um, we should probably move on, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Isa Rae joins uh, Spider-Verse 2 as Jessica Drew. I'm excited. I am too. I didn't realize... Um, I mean, I guess it's going to sound stupid. I didn't know Sony had Spider-Woman. Olivia um, Wilde is writing a well, I didn't know Spider Woman movie. I didn't know I didn't because she's a mutant, so I didn't know if they would have her or not. Oh, fair. And she like is isn't just... technically like a Spider Man adjacent character. Like that's true. Yeah. So I was a little surprised to know that she's included. I think they kind of just snuck her in. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I suppose maybe that's gonna be the straw breaks the camel's back when. Marvel sues the crap out of Sony, and then they own them too. Right. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe because sometimes when you watch Spider-Man movies, it seems like maybe Sony hasn't ever looked at a Spider-Man comic before, so maybe they have no idea, and they're just like, okay, this is a spider named right. character. Right. So spider. We'll just so spider. We can use her. That would be the funniest thing ever. Well, because I'm. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because I know for whatever reason, Ego the Living Planet went the Fox. Yeah. Because I guess he was like. Galactus, Silver Surfer, Ego the Living Planet? Right. <laughs> They're the same. They're all... Yeah. All big dudes in the sky. Yeah. That'd be really funny. My and then God, both funny. of them owned scrolls. Yeah. Scrolls were the, the uh, joint custody. Yeah. Wasn't that the big like thing with Dark Phoenix? Was that... There was going to be scrolls. And then yeah. I think Kevin, like... Fucking hung <laughs> Simon Kinsberg off a balcony or something. <laughs> he was like, I said... No! no. And, like, a wave of, of air just brushed through all of Hollywood. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I'm going to rapid-fire some news, because we're already 43 minutes in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David Harbour says, Stranger Things 4 will wrap filming in August. Cool. Cool. So I can't wait to watch it next October. Whatever, man. I'm excited for it. I, I'm not, like, shitting on the fucking Stranger Things. But I just say every passing minute becomes less and less and less and less relevant. Whatever, man. <laughs> Am I wrong? For it. No, you're not. No, you're not wrong, but I'm still excited for it. <laughs> I fucking love Stranger Things. No, it's cool. It's very fun. I like it. Yeah, it had a good first season. 
Yeah, we had a good time. It had a good three seasons, <laughs> sir. No, it had, it had a I good... I haven't cared to go back and watch those. Anymore. No, the first three seasons are good. They're really good. The third season's my favorite, which is an unpopular opinion, I suppose. But I agree with I that, really actually, like I the third. I, I think it goes really, really like three, one, two for me. Yeah, that's how I put them. Um, Edos' Montreal's Guardians of the Galaxy game will reportedly have its world premiere revealed on June 3rd at 13th at E3 2021. What? Yeah, I believe that. Well, the Guardians of the Galaxy game in Netherlands. I, I, okay. The yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy game is going to have a trailer come out that is exactly like the Suicide Squad trailer that came out of the last E3. Probably, oh. yeah. Oh. It was the fandom. Are they going to have a really oh, bad yeah. voice for Harley Quinn? I mean, whoever the Harley Quinn Rocket is. Raccoon. Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. They're going to go back to when he was I'm cocky. I'm sorry, but like, whoever's voicing Harley. It was Tara trailer. Strong, wasn't it? No, it mm-hmm. wasn't. It I was, think it was Tara Strong, but just oh. whatever reason, more Timmy Turner-ish. Especially because we have so many good... Like Harley Quinn voices, right. it stands out. It Actually, stands out hard. Gilbert Gottfried might not be a terrible voice for Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Stop, man! Like maybe not bad the, Gilbert Gottfried. Maybe not the best, but I don't think he'd be the worst. Maybe a little. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna have a little group or a bigger group? Probably a bigger group. Probably a big group. It'd be funner, more more fun to play. I just said funner. It'd be more fun to play as big group. Well, what if Drax is the big strong character, and then little group? You like you can like go through little things. No, I don't. But that's do that. the same that's, as that's Rocket. So boring. It's, it's smaller like, little things. I, it's like with my little brother. I've been watching him because he he started playing the Spider Man game, and I like watch him, and like he enjoys it a lot. And then he gets like into the like science room, and you have to like. Do all this science. Oh, you have to like track down some clouds. He's and you know he's ten, he's eleven. So like, watch it. He's like, I don't know what to do, and then he just gets stuck and turns off the game. Jesse was the same way. Yeah, I just passed the controller to him. I, I, they're stupid and like he wanted to watch this twenty-hour Spider-Man. If you have to do that as Groot, it's gonna be ugh. That would be so boring. That would be the that would be the Achilles heel. We're saying this again. Achilles heel. The straw that breaks the camel's back. Yep. Maybe that's what's gonna happen. Army of the Dead and Achilles heels. I feel like maybe that's what's gonna happen to superheroes though. Is is video games and TV shows? Is that group that the group game is gonna be too hard to deal with, and then everyone's just gonna stop going to Marvel movies? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That'll be the first domino. One hundred percent. All right. Um, the book of Boba Fett has wrapped. Sick. Very excited for that. I'm excited for that. I think the thing I'm most excited for, this is sacrilegious as a Star Wars fan, but the thing I'm most excited for for that show is more Fennec and not more Boba Fett. You know, I... I I truly don't give a hot shit about Boba Fett. Like, I like the the first episode he was in, in Mandalorian. Based. Um, (laughs) No, not based. Um, I actually didn't even... Well, because how the reveal was at the end of the season... I thought that for whatever reason, just how it was presented, that the Mandalorian season three would be like subtitled "The Book of Boba Fett," and we'd be mm. done with uh, Din Din forever because yeah. he got his space kid into a good space preschool. His arc has right, been completed. His arc has been completed. That where he where his space kid will get murdered by uh, this this space nephew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by a it's sad little happen. space. It's gonna happen. Kylo Ren is going to cut Baby Yoda's head off. Right. <laughs> like canonically, he has to. Right. Um. Like 
you were the last Jedi, Ray. I, I mean, except this little Muppet that got away. Right. So His dad came to pick him up. He had I, custody that weekend. I watched all of season two of The Mandalorian. I watched all of season one. And I, I genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But. Oh. <laughs> I just watched it when it came out. I didn't, wasn't excited for it in any care. I just watched it as it came along. Because I, I feel like I almost no longer identify as a Star Wars fan based off of, like, Rise of Skywalker. Like, it broke me. Like, I'm not even kidding. High uh, talk films over yeah, here. It broke talk, me. When you talk about, when you talk, when you say Book of Boba Fett, it's like, the literal, like, well, I guess I'll watch it when it comes out. Like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> That's fair. That's I'll give you that. JJ broke me. <laughs> JJ hurt me in, in ways that we talked about this like two yeah, weeks we ago. Did. We did a whole sequel series episode. Yeah. Um, speaking of shit, I don't care about um, Cruella sequels in the works at Disney. Dog, Cruella is good. It is good. There's no need for a sequel. There's no need for a sequel. No, that's just 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah, right. It is. Of which there's already a very good live action. I mean, adaptation. it is already a sequel to a superior movie, but what superior movie? Oh, Joker. Oh, well, no, but <laughs> cringe. I find um, a way to bring it up every podcast. It's, <laughs> it's better than Joker. Um, no. Yes. Cruella is better not. than Joker. No seen fucking Cruella. way. No Cruella way. Cruella is better than no Joker. No way. Well, can't they both suck? Have you seen Cruella's it? Cruella's good. <laughs> I haven't seen Cruella, no. But I... I, I I told him this yet earlier. They're today. all CGI dogs. All the dogs in Joker are real. Are there dogs in Joker? There are no dogs in Joker. No, there's Wait, just there's right. just street youths. Right. There's just Young children, children of color who yeah. <laughs> who antagonize Arthur Fleck and yeah. make him into a homicidal maniac. Yeah. I don't think there's a dog in there. Were you just playing the movie Joker in your head just now? Yes, <laughs> I was just in a frame by fair frame scrub looking for a dog. I feel like there's a dog in that movie. There might be one like point. running on the there street. There might be like but a... You know, I bet there might be a, a real dog, not a Probably CGI because dog. it's real easy to have a dog like run as yeah. opposed to have to like do shit. Arlie could have done all of Wink's stuff. Arlie could have done all of Wink's stuff. Wink wasn't... CG was yeah I think all the dogs were CG that's what I read I know the Dalmatians were but I don't think all the dogs were CG I not to spoil it for you I don't care okay spoilers I thought like when she came out on that walkway and then one day he's like that's my dog's skin I was like Holy fuck, they did it! And I just yeah. lost all fucking care for you, Emma Stone. Like, nah. Right. Well, I have a I have a hot take of Cruella Deville as a character is that she's actually terrible at fashion. Because writing, like, the future on your face is not a bold statement. Um, that's an atrocious fashion thing. A, I mean, neither is shooting Robert De Niro on the head. Right. <laughs> neither right. here nor there. A, like, coat made of Dalmatian oh, fur <laughs> would just be, like... Wouldn't be, like, the talk of the town. It would be, like... Ma'am, you're making everyone uncomfortable. Can you please take your 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 baby dog puppy See, skin coat off? That's why you don't like the movie. It's because the movie at that point subverted your expectations. Shut up! It didn't subvert my expectations. No, I, I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen as soon as he was like, "Oh, yeah, exactly." Murray wants the you to come onto the show. I'm like, like, yeah, he's going to shoot him in the fucking head. And the reason why you don't like it is because you wanted it to happen. I didn't want it to happen. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I just knew it was going to happen because I've seen that movie before. You know why? I know how to analyze a basic screenplay. I can tell you why I didn't want it to happen, and it's because um. 
I, because the, the white boys in the back were getting a little too rowdy. Oh, I was my like, Jesus. I, I was like, I hate crime. Is, <laughs> I hate crimes of brewing. We're back to the whole fucking thing about the movie inspiring you to do stuff. And it doesn't. And it's not up to the filmmaker to teach you more morale. Sure. That's fair. <clears throat> movie still sucks otherwise. Oh, my God. Like, that's not my strongest argument. <laughs> right. Um, Channing Tatum <laughs> voices a Jack George Washington in America the Motion Picture, a new animated movie from Spider-Verse and Archer Creatives that hits uh, June 30th. Have either of you guys seen this trailer? I have not seen this trailer. I'm going to pause this because I want to show you guys this trailer. I was going to show it to you earlier. Okay, so we just watched this trailer. Uh, it looks terrible and amazing. I want to watch it right now. Yeah, same. Like, I, when's that come out? Uh, June 30th. Yeah. What? That's a wait. Oh my god, I don't want to wait that long. That is fucking fantastic. Right. And Simon Pegg's in it. I just yeah, it's gonna be so posh. <sighs> yeah, no, that looks absolutely ridiculous and hilarious, and I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm all about it. Yep. I don't know who any. I couldn't tell who any of the characters were. They're gonna have to introduce. Yeah, I can only tell who a handful of them were. Yeah. Just off of like looking at them, but I'm excited to find out. Abraham Lincoln's in it, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter last night. How was that? For the first time? Yeah. Actually, not bad. I saw it in, um... I saw it for the first time in France. Uh, It was on the French TV, and I was sitting here, and as I was watching it, I realized this is what the French think all American movies are like, isn't it? Probably. (laughs) Like, Like, in the same way that, like, People watch like one French movie and they be like, "Oh, this is all French movies." Right. Like, the French watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and they're like, "This is what Americans watch." No, they watch movies that are like, like that we hold up as classes. Like, oh man, they just stole that from us. Probably <laughs> true. But yeah, you know, it it's not bad. Like, it's it's really. Dumb, but uh, you know, it looks like cartoons that I love to fall asleep. Oh, so yeah, this, yeah, this looks looks like fun. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm all about it. Let's let's do it. And to wrap things up, to close things out, we have two things. I wish we could. Uh, first of all, uh, Knives Out adds Outer Banks, Madeline Klein to the ensemble cast. The fuck is this class cast, man? I don't know, man, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know. Very excited. Haven't seen Outer Banks. Can't pontificate on it. But we're going to cap things off with some dual pieces of Rick and Morty news. Ugh. Uh, Rick Sanchez joins Fortnite Season 7 Battle Pass, and he's just chilling in Fortnite. I, I do like, I will say, I do like that they kept the animation style, and they have, like, Fortnite looks exactly the same, but it's just Rick from Rick and Morty and not, like, a Fortnite eyes. Oh, and also Superman that, joins, that's cool. too. Yeah, I saw that. And the Superman actually looks great. They used the new 52 suit, and it looks good. It does. Which is weird, because the new 52 suit sucks. What? I like the new 52 suit. Collar for life, man. Like, he is a disgustingly terrible character. But you gotta call her, he's I'm gonna at least somewhat manageable. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Calvin. This is all of your opinions there. What a, what a garbage head. take I've just heard. <laughs> Can't wait to hear more since we're about to talk, talk about Zack Attack. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you have more on this on the Rick and Morty? I mean, one more thing. I have one more thing about Rick and Morty. Yeah, uh, Rick and Morty producer thinks quote a movie will happen. He says, "I'd like to see what a movie would be. I feel like we pack so much in. It, it'd have be to be pretty movie. epic." I don't know 
if I can handle two hours of Rick and Morty sh- like in a single storyline. I can't handle thirty seconds of Rick and Morty in a single storyline. Oh, oh, I'm Jesse. I hate on I hate on I, adult cartoons. That's my one personality trait. I have many bad personality traits. That's just one of them. August. <laughs> wow. Second of all, I like a. Well, they should admit it. You like some, Jack Horseman? I like some adult cartoons. Go, name another. Uh, The Simpsons. Okay. Wait, you hate The Simpsons? No, I like The Simpsons. Oh. Ooh, ooh. We, about, we about had a fight. Yeah. <laughs> um. You promised me to bring it up. What did I? Oh yes, I forgot. My bad. Um. <laughs> I'm I'm like bracing myself because I want to know how, long, how many opinions you have. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, Rob Zombie to remake oh, yeah. the monsters in yeah. the movie. It just, it just needs to be said because that is like what? Have you guys Wait. seen Rob Zombie's filmography? No. It. It doesn't make sense. Like, him making a Monsters movie? Like, well, the Monsters are, like, less popular to the Addams Family. Like, Yeah, exactly. It's not up his alley at all. Yeah. Like, at all. Like, you see Tim Burton is going to do a Wednesday Addams show. I'm like, yeah, I see the math. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Uh, you can show your work. I see it. But, like, but, like Rob's on piece Rob, the Monsters. Yeah. I, I am a massive Halloween fan. Like, I love Halloween. And not the holiday, the movie. Not that I don't love the holiday. I don't want to show some love for the holiday. But the fact, okay, what he did to Halloween was atrocious. I'm sorry. Which was, one did he direct? He did the he 2007. He did this 2007 remake, and then the um, then the, its sequel. The okay. Oh, Halloween and Halloween mean. two, technically, but they're not Halloween and Halloween two. Right. It's, there's three Halloween movies that are called just Halloween. It's confusing. But the second one is his, and it's a remake. And it, like, it goes, like, his way of remaking Halloween was basically go through all the things that make Michael Myers interesting, because it's just things that aren't explained about him as a character in the explain first one. And explain them. And make him, try to make him a sympathetic character who goes around t- killing Teenage girls on Halloween night. The way he murders these these teenagers is so sympathetic. He was bullied, right? Yeah. Do you... And his but I have a question, was, like, Calvin. Yeah. What... Would you say that maybe society made him do it? <laughs> is it because of the society, <laughs> society made him? Is he a mentally ill loser? <laughs> <laughs> do not take my argument about Halloween and use it back on me about Joker, okay? Because it's different. Okay. Okay. Oh, because because only one of them's a, a murdering psychopath, right? <laughs> we broke him. We okay. did it. No, 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 no. Gears are pissing. I, I, He's have, I have. Okay. So Joker is over a short span of time where there was no availability for help. See, the thing about Michael Myers is that Michael Michael Myers is someone who you can't even get through to. Like, he is not human. He is not, like, a human, they humanized a character who is not human for no, okay, let's just, okay. I'm done. Fair enough. No, I, I, I yeah, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, Rob Zombie making the monsters. Right, so, like, what is he going to do to these, 
See, because like in my opinion, my my first thought is that he's gonna take everything that doesn't make sense to him about the monsters <laughs> as they exist before and try to explain those. Well, things. here's the right. thing, man. I don't know shit about the monsters. Wait, I don't know dick about the monsters. So <laughs> is if, anyone like, even like you even nos- watch the show? Is great. Yeah, is anyone like nostalgic for the monsters? Oh yeah. Some people are. Yeah. Oh yeah. My dad really I, likes actually, the monsters. Actually, Jasmine. Jasmine's mom was obsessed with it too, and she was like, "I don't want to tell my mom; she's gonna lose it." Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. And and two, like, there are some things I would be excited about. Like one of the first actors that uh, Rob Zombie worked with was Rain Wilson. Oh. I would love to see Rain Wilson in this movie. I would That'd love be cool. to see Rain Wilson as Frankenstein. I know that sounds weird. No, that's a great casting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Rain Wilson as Frankenstein would be awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's all I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So, he actually would be Herman Munster. Yeah. Uh, she's literally just like lame Morticia, yeah? No. Yeah. Yeah. They look better than Morticia. There, there's, an, there, there's a lot of people who argue that the fan, family versus monsters. I don't actually pick a side. I just said better. I don't know why. I, <laughs> no, I wasn't a child in the 60s, so I don't care. Um, so we should probably... Uh, you should have been. It's great. Yeah. Um, look at me and look at you, and then we'll see... Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll compare and contrast our 60s experiences. <laughs> I was making a subtle joke about the fact that I also wasn't a kid in the 60s, and you had to take it there. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Oh, man. All right, let's talk about uh, Zack Snyder, yeah? yeah? Let's talk about Zack Snyder. All right. Um, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead is a movie. I did watch it. I had a fun time watching yeah, it. Yeah, I had a good time with it. I don't think it's great, but it's fun. It's an absolute fine. I think it's definitely proof that Zack Snyder should uh, stop trying to adapt characters and just write his own characters. So I listened to a podcast with him this week. Um, uh-huh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Well, I, I was actually interested. The guy asked good questions. Actually, Zack Snyder's a good guy. I do. Yeah. I don't love his work, but he is a good guy. He yeah. straight up uh, said uh, the the uh, interviewers, Josh Horowitz, asked him um, a question, and he goes about a certain comic book, and he goes, that's my white whale. I want to do it frame by frame remake. No. The comic book. The Dark Knight Returns. Dude, the Dark Knight Returns. It's like, he's like, and people ask me, like, I've already used those 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 images, you know, so, like, could I even do it? Like, yeah, I could still do it. <laughs> Please don't. I don't know. If it's frame I by mean, if frame... I mean, if it's frame by frame, word in, in, for word, then I guess... Right, sure. but at that point, I might as well just fucking read. Well, see, and read. it's funny because, like, when he's he's talking about it, I, I in my head I questioned, like, have you read the book? Because, like, he's kind of, like... He keeps mentioning it, like, accidentally mentioning the animated movie and then going back and right. mentioning the book. And, like, I mean, I love the animated movie, so, like, and right. it is, it is, that is pretty much frame by frame. So, right. like, yeah. that's how, like, if I if I meet somebody who hasn't read the book, I'd probably, and, like, in order to see their reaction to it, I would probably show them the movie anyways. But, right. Yeah. Sorry. We got off track back to back. No, I mean, we're talking about Zach. No, yeah. <laughs> I think, well, here was the thing that was going through my head. The entire time. I was like, Zack Snyder should make video games, yeah? Yes. Like, I'd play Army of the Dead, the video game. Yeah. No? No, I... I I think that his... I think that... uh, 
Um, it wouldn't translate very well. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like he it is cinematic, and I do think that he has that ability to. And this thing blew up, man. This it thing did. was very big. And yeah. So I think I don't know. I don't. Maybe I don't know. Right. I don't want to see. I don't. I. I, I don't want to see him going away from using cameras and actors and. Right. <clears throat> but like, I mean, you know, take these skills he has, because I will say. As mixed as my thoughts about Zack Snyder are, mm-hmm. he can set up a gorgeous shot. Sure. Like, uh, I hate <clears throat> Man of Steel on, like, a personal level. Likewise. But... The Man of Steel, yeah, Superman, yeah. No, Man of Steel, the movie oh, directed yeah, by Zack Snyder. Yeah. Because I think... Well, you see exactly that, Calvin. Because <laughs> where I hate Man of Steel, the movie on a personal level, I actually enforce believe that Zack Snyder hates Superman, the Man of Steel, the character on a personal level. Yes. Probably. That's probably... Well, I mean, that's a correct opinion to have. So. It is a... It's very wrong, wrong. Wrong opinion. Like, he very clearly doesn't want to make a Superman movie, but he does want to make a movie where Batman fights Superman, and to do that, he had to make a <laughs> Superman movie first. Right. So, yeah, but... In that same podcast, he talks he talks about uh, whether or not he could have used Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Batman in that in that movie, as if it was a sequel to The Dark Knight. And one of the lines that he said that kind of just kind of rubbed me wrong, and you and I have talked about <laughs> yeah, we uh, talked about this. We talked about Batman in general, like at those how Batman wasn't translated in that trilogy very well, but yeah. the trilogy was really, really good. Right. But, he, but he just, the way he said it was like, that was a pretty good trilogy. <laughs> like, wait, whoa, hold on, slow right. down. Like, go slow back. your fucking roll, man. <laughs> like, you have never made any, like, on anything on the scale of the Dark Knight right. close. And, I, and not to bash him because he's done very well, but like, what are you? That was kind of a bash. Like, what are you yeah, doing? No, it yeah, no, like, <laughs> I mean, it's certainly no Legends of the Owls of the Guardians of Gahul. But I don't. I've actually never seen that one. And I, I think it's it actually my favorite Zack Snyder movie, to be quite honest. My favorite Zack Snyder movie. Or Army movie. of the Dead. Actually, mine's probably the Snyder Cut. Mine is probably Dawn of the Dead. I haven't and seen Dawn of the Dead. See, and that's important. Um, oh, Dawn of the Dead is what you wanted to talk about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Snyder Cut in comparison to this. No, the... Dawn of the Dead. Because it's important to, to not, not only to recognize that Dawn of the Dead is a remake of the Zombie Masters. Right, right. Uh, George Romero's movie. But, like, it follows the zombie rules better. And, like, Army of the Dead... Obviously, he's trying to set up like a new zombie universe, right? Cinematic yeah. universe thing. But and that's honestly my biggest complaint about it. Like, yeah. <clears throat> right. Let it be one and done. Not every. Well, story not necessarily even one and done. I wouldn't mind like if it mm-hmm. wasn't one and done. I don't care. I like it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing more of it. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, but like, right. I think my biggest problem is there's a lot of things that he set up. Because he thinks it's a cool idea, like mm-hmm. specifically, like the one that like comes to my head at the top is the um, the zombies that like have petrified in the sun, but yeah, when it yeah. rains, they yeah. come back to life. That's lit. That's awesome. But <laughs> it never it rains. rains. Chekhov's rain zombies because it never comes. Right, and it, it, that one's brought up a lot. Too. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of that stuff, right? There's the there's the aliens. There's the robot yeah. zombies. Right. There's, I guess, time loops, maybe, or something. 
And oh, and 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 uh, I I want to give him praise. I I don't know how much we're, we're allowed to say about what actually happens. Oh, uh, we can quickly um, recap the story, and then we can. Yeah, let's spoilers. recap the story. Give it a grade, and then we'll move into spoilers. Okay. Um, Calvin, as the tradition, as the guest, what what's the oh, story? Well, I I, I want to give it two grades just because of like like theater experience. Because I watched it in theater, and like you guys. Was oh, okay. Like, was like it like an eight point five? Like it was fun. Like it was a great time. There's a lot of people. I, um, Jamal is just Jamal and I are just like what? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And right. then like thinking about it later, it's like six point five. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, give us the the back of the DVD box for. Oh, that's um, what I'm supposed to do. It yeah. was, but your grades we do appreciate. We them. do appreciate. <laughs> them. We will respond to um, that in, in a moment. Do. To terrible roadhead. Yeah. yeah. I wrote that down. I guess a blowjob end of the world. blowjob cause. But it wasn't terrible roadhead. No. It was bomb roadhead. Bomb ass roadhead. Due to roadhead so well. So right. good. So good. A car crash causes a zombie outbreak in Sin City, Las Vegas. And it is closed off and quarantined from the rest of the world. Just like you have been for the last year and a half. Yeah. So watch as Dave Bautista and his team that he gets together very easily breaks in to steal money that they don't need right. from Las Vegas in Army of the Dead. Is that good enough? Yeah, yeah that's that was great. Um, my grade... It's hovering somewhere between like a 68 to 72. So call, call it a 70 for, yeah. for good measure. That's where I'm at. Uh, there's some problems. It's very caught up in this big fucking universe of an anime and three more movies or whatever. And then... One movie that's already like in the can. Doesn't it release in like a couple weeks? The anime is in the can. Oh, okay. And um, I couldn't tell you a character's name if you put a gun to my head and said... I know there's Scott and Kate. And that's it. Oh. And the Vanderhoes and... Winder Monster. That's a very long name. Part, I don't Parkin. think you got that right. Van <laughs> yeah. um, is what they call him. There's also some funny. Elvis. There's also a lot of um, zombie Elvis. Yeah. yeah. Didn't the tiger have a name too? Oh, it's it um, Petunia. Or something. It was Petunia or uh, Peaches or no? It's supposed to start with a P though. Oh, or was I'll, it Blossom? I'll look it up. Oh, that's that's the great thing about today's world is we could just look. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. All so, right. zombie movies have always been, in a weird way, like satire to the world around them. Right. Uh, George Romero was not only so good at making zombie movies, but like he was also um, really good at making um, satire films. Valentine and, was her name. Valentine. That's correct. Um, and like how. Night of the Living Dead, if you haven't seen it, the ending and what that meant for the world that they were in, how important that was, and then um, Day of, uh, Dawn of the Dead and the, being about consumerism on both levels, the remake and and, and, the, and then um, the militarization uh, during the Cold War for Day of the Dead. And then you even look at, you know, like good zombie movies that have come after that, that that look at the world, like there's a there's a saying is like if you, uh, I can't remember who said it, but like if you look at the state of Britain, you want to know what the state of Britain was in the early two thousands. Watch Shaun of the Dead, right? <clears throat> and so like, to um, that's not my line. That's somebody else's, right? <laughs> um, 
but to um, to look at this movie and think there's some things where that kind of started to happen. Yeah. And it really, it, but he, it's almost like he didn't go for it. Well, a lot right. of them were like throwaways too. They'd yeah. be like stuff you hear like on the news, right? Quote unquote, the the on the news line was literally perfect. That yeah, that yeah. Line, oh, in the intro. Or, yeah. Well, well, there's a line where it's like the president wants to nuke Las Vegas on the Fourth of July because he thinks it would be very patriotic and pretty cool. Yeah, like, and and that line is so perfect for today's world, and, right. it, and it works so well, and yet. And yet, it's almost like like it's you have to think about like a film how it it it, it, it if it's gonna do that everything in a way needs to relate back right. to something. Right. If it's it like seems a, like the thematics of the film don't do that. No. Yeah. <clears throat> it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It. I will say it does a lot of things halfway. Yeah. yeah. I will say though, one of my big um praises of this movie is that it's. Very subdued for a Snyder movie. A little bit. Like, there wasn't, like, a lot of gratuitous, like, slow-mo or, like, all that shit. Like... No, and he was also the cinematographer. Yeah. There's a lot of slow-mo in the opening credits, but I honestly... But I think that was just more of a stylized opening. The opening credits were... The opening credits were I really liked the opening My only thing I did find funny was when the shipping crate got dropped off. It was yeah. it was unintentionally funny. It, was like, funny. Oof. it did it did hit me kind of good too. I well, it hit me. Like, I feel like the obvious fix would be have her like almost out, and then they drop it, and then that works. But her like oh, and then like this crate landing. Yeah. I was like, that's a little Looney Tunes, right? Like I have expected to look up and like pull out an oops sign or something, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and you know the use of music in that scene was really really well. Yeah. The use of zombie as the <laughs> song at the end. I was yeah. like, yeah. You didn't okay. actually use zombie in a zombie film, did you? Right. Oh. But I respect his nuts for that. You know? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> nope. That's, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that was something I was like, no. It is, it right. is entirely too on the nose, but I was also like, yeah. Entirely too. That's not even, yeah. It right. doesn't fit. Zombie, zombie. Zombie. Hey, hey. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I actually do have some stuff on the world. Do okay. Like my voice. I, you I know, <laughs> it was something. Um, so it's actually a prequel. Yeah. Um. To what? Explaining uh how how Dieter got his start cracking saves. Oh, Army. that's the prequel. Dieter's my favorite character. Dieter was fun. Yeah. He was. I couldn't remember that his name was Dieter. But no, but he was. Funny. Yeah, well, he was very funny. Yeah, it's uh, called Army of, Th- of Thieves. So, okay, so how do you guys? Okay, so obviously every movie has plot holes. When mm-hmm. you really start to look at it, right. it, has plot holes. But this movie seems to have plot holes. City, like, see, yeah. you know what? It kind of does. But I was just on the ride, man. Well, okay, so first of all, like. The guy that they send in with them that's like, he has to go in there with them. The guy that eventually gets mauled by the tiger. Right. First of all, that they knew, like, immediately. Like, why didn't they just walk in and kill him? Like, like when she sacrificed that one dude, and, like, yeah, Theo Rossi deserved it in that movie. Yeah, definitely. Why did they just throw that guy out there next? Like, right, right. right. Just get this guy. Well, no, my thing is, like, they're like, oh, he's... 
he's shady. He, uh, I kind of have the opposite thought because they're like, oh, he's um, he's mm. brought here to spy on us, and I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, the guy told you there's. 200 million down there. Of course, he's going to send one of his right. guys to make sure yeah, he don't I mean, just totally fair. fly the other way. That's right. totally fair. But, like, at the same time, uh, yeah. and then the other thing about him is, like, why do you need the team? If your only thing that you want is a zombie's head, right? Then why do you need the team where you could, like, first of all, because the coyote character just took him to the zombies while everybody else was off doing their own fucking thing. Right. right. So they could have just gone to the coyote dude. Like, you didn't even need to put this big charade of a team together. Right. To Especially because well, multiple some, Something you said the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, the money was safe. Yeah. Anyway, the, like, the, 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 the would have been, a nuke would have happened. Right. Why don't you just wait yeah. for it to get nuked and then go in with hazmats on and get the right. money if that's what you really care about? Which, sure. by the way, him walking out of there immediately after a nuke. Yeah. yeah. No. Big old plot hole. You're right. It, it, you know what I kept thinking about was uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He just fridged it. The, yeah. He, yeah, he was <laughs> in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just got tossed out by the fridge. Oh, man. Oof, oof, that's a big oof. Yeah. Pretty cringe, um, boys. My favorite thing is that the whole, like, like the actual plot of the movie is about Kate going in to get out the Friend. grandmother of the children, and then she, she successfully does so, but we never see if she, like, survived the helicopter crash or not. There's no way she did. No, there's no, no. way she did, because there's no way Kate did either. No, no, Kate should not have survived it either. And then again, I, again, those kids are by themselves. Who the fuck knows where the kids are now? Because right. she just left the kids behind. Right. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember if there's like another friend back at the camp, but no, there wasn't. Yeah. I mean, there. Is, if there is. Oh there yeah, is, I guess not. I yeah. don't remember, but still, like she's like, I trust you to watch my kids, and then she goes in, and then she's like, "Fuck, I don't want to be responsible for these kids. I'm gonna go in too." Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, also, fucking with the coyote character. Maybe she her coyote is the first problem. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, she brings people in to crack a slot machine and then go back out. Correct me if I'm wrong, that's not how slot machines work. There's, right? well, they have coins in them. They have coins, and then yeah. you redeem those for... No, exactly. Actually, like, they're, like, they play tokens. Like, there's no money in there. They used to have in them. Now all they have is a receipt. Right. It's, like, on a... Like, you swipe your card, card and yeah. you get a receipt. Right. There's no money in the slot machine. No. Yeah. They could be cracking ATMs, but it specifically said slot machines, yeah? Right. Like, that's that's not how slot machines work. And chips won't be worth anything anywhere else anymore. So. Right, yeah. Like, in Vegas, like a... Well, I mean, I guess a, some casinos have automated chip readers now, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But, but, like, that'd be a that lot of... So you, you pop the safe, and then you get some... Or not, you pop the slot machine, then you carry all the chips... And you just insert them into the e-reader or whatever, and I guess... Yeah. Right. But usually that one, you just swipe it and it loads it onto a card. Well, and, and I don't mean to hate on the plot holes so much, because, like, at a certain point, you just gotta overlook that. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I can overlook, like, one or two minor ones. Mm-hmm. This one has, like, nine or ten major yeah. ones. Yeah. You know, I think I'm along for the ride. It's yeah. pretty much a video game. Like, right. You know, if, if I'm just sitting there watching it, turn my brain off, have a good time, yeah. I Great. think Fun me being tired watching this really helps me just be like, 
Well, yeah. if you okay, if you want a, a, a zombie movie that feels like a video game, watch Overlord. Like that's what I, I'm going to argue that Overlord <laughs> is is a far superior zombie movie uh, about like being close to a video game. Have you seen that movie? Which one was that? Um, it's the World War Two one. I haven't seen okay. it, but I remember the trailers. It, it, it came out a couple years ago, and I remember I was like, "This is Oscar awesome. Isaac in that or no?" No. Okay. It's so you... uh, uh, Wyatt Russell. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Word. Yeah. See, zombie movies aren't really my bag. Oh, I love zombie movies. Um, horror movies in general aren't my bag. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't seen too many zombie movies, but I would like to watch more because I think that they might be my bag. I just didn't give them a chance. Yeah. But you start with George Romero, and then I say go to Sean. See, because like there's there's a there's a big argument, right? And this movie goes on one side of the argument uh, of the fast zombies versus slow zombies. Yeah, this is like fast zombies, right? right. These are fast. These are like fast, super strength super, zombies, like Superman bat- zombies. You right. know, uh, literally a Batman zombie, because that's the Batman stuntman. The the big the, the god zombie the one with the oh music. yeah that's oh. the Batman stuntman from the uh, warehouse scene oh cool oh yeah. yeah so so literally Batman zombie and um, um non biased uh, correspondent Calvin T Shepard yeah why yeah. did the zombies hair grow because they doesn't make sense right no. they're dead zombies yeah. don't grow your hair yet. can't grow no they're rotting they should be rotting and he didn't have like that's the, the hair on his head grew. But he didn't grow facial hair. Fast zombies break the logic of zombies. Right. Because zombies are dead. They shouldn't... They just... Shamble. Yeah, and it, it's like... The way I've always thought of it is like... They... It's like a virus and they just need to like pass on the virus. And eventually they're not going to make it very far. They're just going to die. Like, right. And... And... Uh, the idea that they're like more powerful because, and I understand that these aren't like because well, they're alien zombies, yeah, yeah so, supposedly or whatever. But the, I think the scary thing about zombies is like, okay, being chased down a hallway by someone who can bite you is yeah. It's like this movie's not a horror movie. It's not scary. No, right. It doesn't have anything scary about it. Right. But like the slow moving zombies is like running from lava. Right, right. It never stops. It keeps coming. There's nothing you can really do to stop it except run. Right, and, and you like, can definitely outrun it. But like, how long can are you, you outrun? Can it? you outrun it? Right. right. I don't that's know. What Edgar I'm, says about it. I'm, yeah, I'm partial to fast much. zombies. You know, I I, I prefer um, my zombies a little slower. See, I um, I think maybe it's because I play a lot of Fallout, and sure. the zombies, like the ghouls, in a Fallout. They're fast, or like they'll start kind of slow, but then once they kind of lock on you, they just rush you. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I guess is a little whack, but well, and, and um, Edgar King Edgar, um, mm-hmm. he talks about uh, zombies a lot, obviously, because he made Shaun of the Dead, and um, like it, it doesn't make sense for every zombie to be fast, like right, like if the if 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 everyone's getting bit by zombies, then you have old people, you have children, you have people that just don't work out like right. you can't just like get bit by a zombie and suddenly be like Superman and, like, and that's what this movie literally was like it was like making an excuse in order to make them that way right, right. Um, like now they're all robots for some reason yeah some right. of them are robots which is weird I don't know I don't know I mean like I can I can get behind like one fast zombie 
Like right. if like if the OG <laughs> dude was yeah. a fast zombie and the rest of them were like were... diminishing returns on it, or right? There's also a zombie baby. Yeah, yeah, that I doesn't work. About that. So the zombie has functioning nuts. I guess. And he he was very sad about it. He was very sad about it. Yeah, he didn't care about his wife at all. No. <laughs> he was like, oh, damn, my wife died. That blows. I better cut her started. open and see my, my baby. baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was funny seeing her head. Yeah. Also, intelligent zombies is weird. Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing of him, like... Going and like keeping these people prisoner, and then going and getting them when he wants them or whatever. Like that's weird. No, well because they're like just kills you. Well because they're like we have to make a pact with them. I'm like, what do you mean make a pact with them? They're brainless. That's their whole shtick, right? Like that's how zombies work conceptually. Yeah, they're like mindless masses. That's the metaphor. I know it is. Yeah, it's literally us being mindlessly controlled by. But you can, I guess, just like right. You can just. Zip tie a rapist and throw them that way, and then they'd be like, "Oh well, I guess I'll honor the terms of this agreement." <laughs> right. <laughs> like, hope you don't double cross me later. <laughs> Shoop a doo. Like, yeah, I love no. Theo Rossi too. He's yeah, good. he's a he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. But he, oh, but he, I don't know. And this, his character was a little much. Like, if yeah, I feel like it was probably quite realistic except for like in a way it was realistic but in a way that was presented kind of cheesy yeah does that make sense like where he was like ooh I can get you killed I just have to say your temperature's a little higher he like I like the way he like points the temperature gun as though he's like gonna execute (laughs) them and he's like he's like he's like you're a little below like, I was like, well, see, and even that proves that they're brain dead. If they're like, if they're checking people and their temperature's dropping inside their brain, that means they're having they're, they're right. brain dead, literally right. brain dead. So I don't understand how these zombies are intelligent. It's not a good thought. Maybe it's yeah. pheromones, like bees. You know, <laughs> that would be one thing. But like, <laughs> if, no, if there was like some sort of consciousness case. for the zombies, yeah. sure. But like. Actual, honest to God, intelligence. Right, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, you don't like your uh, your games. zombies comprehending a barter economy. No, <laughs> <laughs> and wearing capes and, yeah. and, and Trojan masks, which that right. too. A zombie shouldn't have a concept of oh, if I put this helmet no, no, on, then that makes it harder for them to head. kill me. Right. They should. They don't think. They're dumb. Right. And, like, if you want to have, like, a super smart zombie, you know what, maybe, like, if you set it in a world where zombies have been, a, like, a constant for a long time, and maybe they've evolved, as it were. I mean, I don't know how evolution would work for zombies, per se. Right. But if you were like, oh, they've gotten smarter because they've been alive for thousands of years, yada, yada, yada. Whatever, dude. Well, and two, there, I, I think a lot about genre blending, because I am a fan yeah, right. Blending genres, and, and I, I like to do it myself. If you'd like to see an example, go watch Safe House 1618 when it comes out. Trailer available on YouTube. I said, I don't know yet, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do but that. it will be. It Soon. will be. Maybe. Um, Eventually, who's to say? I don't these know. two genres don't mix. Heist and zombies? Well, it it's an interesting idea. Well, the first thing I thought of when I heard the concept a couple years ago. Because it's been... It's been in development. Yeah, it's been in development pretty much ever since he got off Justice League. Right. 
um, the concept to me immediately was like in a zombie apocalypse you don't right. need money so why would you go heist a place they did find a good way to make that yeah. work right. with the quarantine like the zombies are contained and, and, and even using the border thing as a good metaphor for today like that was well, yeah. well executed the, the script is definitely a product of like Trump's America which yeah. was, was yeah. kind of cool and then um so going into the idea of a heist film, so he executed the getting the team together stuff moderately okay. Like it wasn't. Also, by the way, the saw is never used for anything besides cutting through a wall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we see on a flashbacks van using the saw to right. like murk these zombies, and I was like, oh sweet, we're gonna see that later. Right. And we never saw and that we either. We never saw it. Um. But like that 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 montage is okay. It's not great because there's um, it's kind of like we'll go to a locksmith store and find the best lock, like right. What, like and that's kind of how heist movies do it. Like I mean, the Ocean's Eleven getting pe- the team together montage is incredible. Yeah, it's like, great. Right. It's, it's and it's hard to like redo that. I I but that's always my favorite part of a heist scene, a team movie is like getting right. the team together. The Italian job one even like Oh yeah. Funny as hell. Yeah. Love the Italian job. Um but the going to for for this movie um so it's like the themes could have easily played into what you're just talking about Trump's America or if you played into the idea of greed, because right. greed, greed, greed is a heist film would be the direction to go, in the sense that what gets you out alive, but like you can't, you like getting the loot is a big part of it. Like you have to actually get the right. loot, right? And the team has to actually survive in order to pull off the heist. Like, the thing about a heist film is we just did something that no one else could have done. Right. A heist film is always a metaphor for filmmaking. Yes. It doesn't blend to this type of scenario. Right. right. If everybody dies... Then, then nothing's accomplished. The metaphor is you made a bad movie. <laughs> right. right. It, it, it... Yeah. It doesn't... Ooh, it, maybe it's maybe it's a metaphor for um, Justice League. <laughs> well, and that's interesting too because the the Snyder yeah. Cut is in the vault. It is well, and also it's it, in the vault in the movie. If it's in the it, the whole movie, yeah. The the script is also very much very clearly a product of of Zach's relationship with his daughter, who right, passed away. Which is right. interesting too. Does Zach kill his wife? No. Um. No, no, ooh, no. Right, but she's definitely become a zombie. That's what he's saying. Um, right. It's it's not a perfect metaphor, but you know, yeah. it, it's about a father daughter relationship. Right. The, yeah. the emotional core of the movie. Right. Kind of. Yeah, I mean that's well, yeah. But then, like when you like when you come to when you think of a heist team movie, the relationship between the characters as as a heist team is usually one of the most important parts, and you kind of get. Some of that, right? right. You, um, you need to charge your controllers. Well, no, it just Never turns does. off automatically after uh-huh. yeah, thirty minutes. Like you need the friendship that that Rusty and and Danny have, right. or the which the mentor kinda, relationship that Danny get, and Linus have. Which but. you kind of get, like especially between Dieter and the saw guy that doesn't use the saw. Yeah, right. But then, um, 
Well, because, yeah, it's like half... There's like three relationships that are like interesting relationships. Mm -hmm. And then everyone else is like randos to each other. And I mean, that works sometimes, but it just... Mm -hmm. Right. You know, at some point I was like... When certain characters would like go off together, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like the coyote and the evil guy. Yeah. I was bored with it. Well, again, like bringing it back to Ocean's Eleven... The lore of that universe, even though it's never explicitly stated, is that, like, there's kind of this, like, criminal Facebook or whatever, where they all kind of, like, keep up with each other and right. they, like, know yeah. who people are, even if they haven't met. And that's part of what makes it so interesting, is everybody knows who, Danny, even yeah. though he's, like, a really good criminal who, who only comes, got caught the one time. Which right. works really or, well, I think, when he meets Linus in, like... Right. In, Oh yeah, like it. That makes sense, and it. Well, actually, it doesn't make sense because not every person you know who's ever committed a crime knows every other person who's ever committed a crime. Right. But in this universe, they do because we're told that they do, and we just right. accept it, and it's fine. But right. in this, like nobody knows each other, and there's no real emotional investment except between a couple of the characters, and then the one relationship that is like formed over the course of the heist. Oh, heist right. Right. And, and 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 some of the relationships weren't set up the way that they were paid off. Like she was like, I was just hoping that you and I. Yeah. And it was like, wait, like, what? It was all, like come? the entire time. It seems as though they had they had a relationship that was much closer to like siblings. Right, and it know? was working really, really well. Yeah, it did. And then all of a sudden, she's trying to like come on to him, and then her spine pops out of her shoulder. <laughs> Which I was genuinely shocked time. by. I was too, yeah. Because yeah. I, I also, at that point, I was kind of like, not enough characters have died. Like, I know this is going to be a Suicide Squad type of situation. Like, I knew mm-hmm. they were not going to be successful. Which or only, like, doesn't a handful work of them for a high school. It doesn't work for a high school. Well, I mean, but not we quite, got like it that worked point. in Rogue One, I'd say. Yes, but Rogue One is... But they were still successful. There's an honorable, yes. like, end game to Rogue One. Right, that you're... That we've been aware of for money 40 is not years. An, yeah, money is not an honorable indicator, right. right? If they were stealing money to... To, like, pay for the cure or some uh, shit. Yeah, that would be one thing, but they're not... They're stealing it for them. They're stealing it for a businessman who works for the military who is shooting the nuke into Vegas, and he could they could stop the shot into Vegas, but right. instead they're going right. to still shoot the shot into Vegas... Which right. doesn't also there's, make any sense. Maybe he, just no, re- maybe he just realized, oh, wait, I can probably just grab it from the vault after the nuke, yeah? Right. Yeah. There's no moral high ground for the characters that we're supposed to care about. Right. right. Like, in in Oceans, it's Danny's doing it for love. In Rogue One, it's for the rebellion. In right. Baby Driver, it's we care about Baby as a character and him getting out. In fucking every Ant high Man. school, Ant-Man, right, it's about... Um, not letting terrorists have right, the not letting tech. terrorists have the shrink technology. Like it, there's always it's kind of like a, even though they're criminals, right? It's because it's because we can't. It's because it's because it's, no one's gonna stop us. Right. We're gonna go in there. We're gonna take it. And we're gonna leave. And it's not traceable money. It's because we can't. And that doesn't like. I honestly think the nuke is such a good part of the movie because it it, it is it is a ticking time bomb and then like right. when they move it up a day is such a brilliant turn in the film honestly like yeah it really right is. it was but like the money if you're gonna take it it needs to be for something so that way there's like a drive for you to want to get well because out right. I don't quite well, understand and to have the audience but, root for you right? yeah well because we were talking about this earlier 
half of them didn't really see to seem to need the money. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing is like we're not gonna tell the others how much money we're getting out of this, and we're just gonna offer them like fifty thousand dollars. You offer me fifty thousand dollars to go in to get uh, into a zombie infested land where I am definitely going to die. I'm not going in there. That's not right. enough money. That's not my favorite thing about. Yeah, no, I was like, well, and like you know, and this like, is so long in this the, pay structure. The guy who I don't remember the his Facebook name. Guy. Facebook guy. Yeah, Facebook guy. Uh, um. Me last June. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, like Scott comes up to him, he's like, "How do you want to make half a million dollars?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, no, that sounds good. Like I could, I could." But who do you want me to kill? He's not like, "Whoa, five hundred thousand yeah. dollars? That's a lot of money." Think he, of all the cancer not. treatments for my my grandma I could pay for with that like, money. This dude hangs out at like the Seven Eleven. And is an internet personality. He's not like particularly well off, and he's just like, oh, five hundred thousand dollars pocket change. But yeah, I could stand to make more. Yeah. Well, he he. Well, and it's kind of established. It's supposed to be established that he is that popular. He is like Logan Paul of the zombie universe. Yeah, he goes into the suicide forest, which right. I guess is the zombie alley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, he probably does have that much money. It's just poorly. Uh, it's poorly executed. Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't. And I didn't know that. My God, how cool the chick that goes in there with him is! Like she, yeah, is she's so cool. She's the yeah. coolest, and like, um, and she's the first to go. She, I also couldn't tell you her name if you paid me to. <laughs> no, but she, she's, she's a. Uh, I do know that her, um, she's a stunt actress, and she was yeah. not um, an actor before this. And man, she killed it. Yeah, yeah she did. She was my favorite her character. Was really good. She was incredible. one of mine too. Yeah, and when she comes through that fucking window, I was like, yes. You fucking badass. Yeah. And just to get killed immediately after. Yeah, yeah it was kind of... Bogus. Bogus. Right. Because, like, he killed her twice. Mm-hmm. And it's fine to kill a character twice, but not in the same five minutes. Right. Right. Hmm. Like, if she would have escaped by coming through the window and then later mm-hmm. died for some reason. Okay, cool. But, like, to have her die, mm-hmm. like, tell the audience that she died. Like, nobody not dead, sure, but, like, to tell the audience she died. To then have her escape, mm-hmm. only to immediately actually yes body, yes dead mm-hmm. again. It doesn't make any sense. Right, it, there's no emo- it ruins the emotional payoff easily, of her breaking out of the window. Easily. And, like, again... The, the end game does not warrant a self-sacrifice. And that was the idea right. of that scene. It was like, that she's self-sacrificing herself so they could make it? She doesn't know these people. Right, right. She's not making a hell of a lot of money off it. I mean, $500,000 is a lot of money, but like... But at this, point, it's, yeah, at this point, it's split between like four people. Right, so like... Like, buck twenty-five a piece is, sure, a lot of money, but also... Not worth not dying, worth dying over. Yeah. And, and then... Uh, it, it, that one guy who took off in the beginning had the right idea. He was like, "Oh, fuck this!" Yeah. Um, I was I, I I was not disappointed watching it, but thinking about it more. Right, right. The the more I think about it, the more problems I have. I still think it's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, a good time. You know, it's it's no like. Zombie animals is a great idea. Oh, yeah. Great idea. Well, Zach's always been good at, like, ideas. Like, if you watch Sucker Punch, I don't know if you've seen it. I have not. Listen, the framing of that movie, atrocious. The framing within the framing, not great either. 
But when he when he has his little bottle episode action sequences, I'm like, damn, I could I can fuck with this. Like but in that same podcast, he talked a lot about Sucker Punch, and like, it's just it's interesting. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I it has a lot of problems, like a lot. But you know, what's when it, the biggest one? You think? Um, that the framing of it can be described as sexist at best. Well, and see, and see, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is that in this podcast, he justifies it as the point. That's not. <laughs> it only works as the point if your audience comes away saying, "Oh, that was intentional," and not this guy is sexist. Right. You should. You should listen to that podcast. Just I might because, like, listen. Right, yeah, maybe I will. Call it what you want, man. But you still had these girls running around doing kickflips and shit in like schoolgirl outfits. Don't tell me that you're like. Well, was, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was like. I don't want to bash on the guy too. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, like, no, I like him. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, well, he's definitely a good guy. I just don't love his work as a filmmaker. Yeah, I. Well, and here's the thing. I'm, I'm just saying that word right there. It is impossible to create a movie. So like the fact that right. this thing is even. Never say that about Justice League too. Like it's, in like not only done but enjoyable. Incredible. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Honestly, seeing the Snyder Cut gave me a lot more respect for him is my thing because mm-hmm. I was like, because leading up to it, and you can listen to all the episodes podcast we were talking about. Before. Right. Mm-hmm. In the lead up, it was like, you made two bad movies. Right. And then, you know, personal tragedies, hard thoughts and prayers and all that stuff. But like, you don't get, like, a do-over, man. But then, like, upon seeing it and being like, oh, so, like, they actually really... They really... They really right. fucked it. It's, it's genuinely surprising how much they just... Yeah. Right. Because, you know, when he was like... Because I honestly couldn't fathom something like that happening. Right. It was my issue. You, mm-hmm. There are no do-overs. Well, and... and uh, it's, it's weird because it was Joss Whedon, right? So you have to think, like... Obviously, Whedon's career is now one hundred percent over. Oh yeah, right. After Gal Gadot's comments, and but um, Whedon was a successful and good filmmaker. I mean, like yeah, he was, he was a filmmaker who I really respected. Yeah, as well. And so, like, to think that because it's one thing, and um, it's one thing for like when a studio goes, no, we're just gonna edit this together ourselves throw out what we want to see and fuck you right versus bringing in a filmmaker who understands the form and the craft because that's like i mean obviously producers they they do but like those production companies when they're just like yeah we just want to do our own thing with what you've already shot and then piece it together and frankenstein this thing right those are those are two different things this and i said this on the on the on the justice league episode felt like sabotage if yes it really did right I like initially disagreed with that. I think the Likewise, more the more I accurate um, comparison would be for me at least. Whedon was told to play the hits. He was like, "All right, sure, whatever. It's a paycheck. He can. The Flash can fall into Wonder Woman's tits." Yeah. We we all had, we all had a good laugh when the Hulk did that, didn't we? Right. No. But like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Not not really. But I, right to what you were saying. Right. 
But upon, I, which I assume what you're about to say, upon seeing this, sir, like, and, and also like thinking back on the Snyder Cut, I haven't watched it again. I don't know the next time I will sit down to... I, I watched it in black and white. Was it like... It was genuine. I think it looks cooler. I, I do think it looks cooler. If I did, um, ever rewatch the Snyder Cut, which I can't say I will just because I don't feel like... Have four hours it, learning a whole... It justifies pocket. carving out four hours more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, at least. I will... Certainly not be watching black and white. I might just um, on principle. How is the? I feel like um, the scene with the Flash where he's like, and they're like, that must look amazing in black and white. It does. It does. I bet it does. But I don't want to watch a Justice League movie in black and white. I love black and white movies. I think we should make more of them. I but think, not I think it's Justice cool League. Whenever a black and white cut comes out of a movie, like, have you seen the the chrome cut of? Um, Mad Max. Mad Max Fury Road. I have not. I haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> this is like one of my biggest cultural blind spots. I haven't seen it. I just... I really want to. I just haven't fucking gotten around to it. Yeah, I think it's on HBO Max. I, mean, you I guys think it should is. watch it just to do an episode on it. Yeah. Like, honestly. Sure, I'll text you. I, um... Well, my biggest cultural blind spot was Lord of the Rings until, like, last summer. I still... Oh, I, I saw... I've seen all the movies... But I watched the, like, Lord of the Rings trilogy when I was very young, and so I don't really remember it. I need to go back. I um, had not seen I, a single I one of them. I vividly remember it, and I watched it when I was really young, too, and I really haven't gone back to it. And I just, I vividly remember my experience with it the first time through. Yeah. But I also remember going to watch The Hobbit, the first one. I do remember The Hobbit. I do remember seeing I, I actually... fucking stay awake. I, I actually like The Hobbit movies. I snuck off to the bathroom, and I was just playing on my phone until my phone died, and then I went back, and I was like... It was, it was a snooze fest. It was. I like them. They're not it's great, like a, but I'm a fan. No, it... I agree with Calvin. Snooze fest. And it's like, it's because Lord of the Rings, and, 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 and we're way, way, way off topic, but like, the, the Lord of the Rings with their, with their, and I, I feel bad every time I pull this off topic. So, no, it's no, fine. It's fine. This is all the time. We do this uh, all the time. Uh, it, it, like, the practicality of the entire thing adds so much to yes, the, of it. Yes, that the, I will. The, 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 oh, the Hobbit just, if, it's not about anything. It felt like that or, taking that away yeah. also took away the heart of it, and it just... That's fair. Yeah. I think they definitely should have done a lot more practical with The Hobbit, but yeah. I also think it should have been two movies instead of three. I think it should have been should one have movie. cut the orc shit entirely. should have been one movie. I agree with that. Uh, go big. Go big and go home. Like, if, like, the Lord of... The Lord, a single... The fucking... Um, the, sequel thing. the Hobbit book is, like, a crack in 300 pages... And, like, 20 of those pages are songs. Yeah, but I... Like, I think it could have been one movie, but if they wanted to make it, like, more than one, it certainly didn't need to be three, because they, they added really, in a bunch of shit that didn't Well, because the fifth, they the third really movie... Like, the third movie's, like, covers 20 pages. Not even. It's 12. Yeah. The third movie is 12 pages of the book. Because everything's got to be a fucking sequel now. It's like, dude, you have to break it break it apart, make it long, make more money. Blah, Can't blah, wait blah, for, blah, blah, for blah, Safe House 1719. No, I, it's <laughs> already been written. It's called Return to 1618, and we're not talking about it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. I should have never said that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, if I could edit together a better 
two movie series of The Hobbit just with the three movies that already exist. Yeah. I mean, I assume someone has cut together a cohesive one movie cut. Like, maybe it's... Well, yeah, it's like nine hours long. No, it's probably three hours. Yeah, it could have been a three-hour movie easily. Yeah. Yeah, it could have, but I would have... Cut out all these shenanigans and songs. I would have had to shoot it that way. We'll be able to see the new remake of it, so... Fair, yeah. But, like, just using the footage that has already been shot, I could cut it into two. Because aren't they already doing Lord of the Rings at the fucking... Amazon has a show... They're doing a show set in the universe, but it's much earlier than, like, any of the Fellowship or Hobbit stuff. Well, it's, they said... It's just a fantasy show. Yeah. With a recognizable IP slapped on it. Like, that's right. the same thing, because we talk about how they're like, oh, it's the Dungeons & Dragons show, and I'm like... It's just a fucking fantasy right, show. It's just and a fantasy show. You, you just do Dungeons and Dragons as a show. Can't because you? every you show and every movie, everything is Dungeons and Dragons. We um we had a teacher, our improv teacher. Wait. Because you can play Dungeons and Dragons in any in a, setting. In any setting, it doesn't have to be the fantasy setting. Most of it is, but you can set it in cyberpunk. Blade Runner is Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Star Wars has Star like Wars. a pre-existing Dungeons and Dragons like module. Rick and Morty has a Dungeons and Dragons set. My shit is not Dungeons and Dragons. Fair. Well, it, it is because no, it's not. You could write. You could write a campaign for it and play it as a D and D campaign. Yeah. Using the D and D mechanics. Mm-hmm. Everything is Dungeons and Dragons. You just would, you would just roll for intimidation a lot. Right. All the characters. <laughs> are... <laughs> right. <laughs> It's all D&D. Everything is D&D. Yeah. So making a D&D series doesn't fucking work. Because it's just, just a fantasy series that you're putting a recognizable logo on saying, here, yeah. have it. Unless you're doing a show that's actually like about like the, like an actor on actors. Right. Yeah. Or even if, if like, like Stranger Things is the closest comparison of them like actually playing Dungeons and Dragons in the Well, yeah. Show. And like shows have D&D well, episodes. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. But, like, that's how... Other than that, it's just a fantasy show. Yeah. Or just a cyberpunk show. Like, you know what? Just a, the best... Um, a horror movie. You know, I think it's actually the best example of a show that's actually just D&D. Hmm. It's Gravity Falls. Yes. Like, whole series is Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Big bad evil guy. Adventure of the week. But sometimes it's like a... But it, like, kind of ties in. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. But... Yes and no. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. Anything can be made in the D&D. It won't necessarily be, like, a fun campaign. Sure. Like, yeah, I would, like, I would call Hitler's List the D&D campaign. <laughs> D&D. I, I want to play Goodwill Hunting D&D. I mean, you could. It yeah. would be very fun to play D&D. It's a great movie. Well, let's do it. Let's sure. Do it you write the campaign. Guys. Yeah. We'll play it. I'm not writing anything. I get to I'm be... I'm done writing for the rest of my life. That's fucking false. <laughs> right. <laughs> So are we God done talking about be. Army of the Dead then? I think so. I think we're pretty much okay, done. Okay, well, yeah. um, I, I think I, one thing I wanted to say is if 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 you're disappointed by the zombie genre, I mean, by that movie in the zombie genre, and you don't want to go to all the classics, I found this movie recently, and it's called The Battery. It was made for $6,000. Okay. It's oh. about two baseball players that were on a team together traveling across country after a zombie outbreak. It's fantastic. It's made for no money. It's on Amazon Prime. You have to rent it, but That's it's fine. Right. fucking awesome. That sounds really cool. Yeah. So I was gonna ask. Give earlier. that out to the world because I want people. Yeah. To know Are you um reading the book about Shaun of the Dead? 
I haven't got it yet, no, but I want to. I, yeah. I saw it come out. I want to really, really, really want to get it. I am obsessed with Shaun of the Dead. Um, Is it your favorite of the Cornetto trilogy? Or? Yes. I, it, it, I think for me, I think it goes in order of release. I think it goes Shaun, Hot Fuzz, and in, but they're close. I mean, I honestly love all of them. Yeah, the only but, one I've seen thus far is uh, Hot Fuzz, but I want to watch the other two. Um, I would highly so highly suggest watching Dawn of the Dead by uh, George Miller first. Okay, and like, I mean, watch if you can watch George Romero's trilogy. Um, you know, that's a lot of movies, but sure. that's right. start Night of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, uh, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and then Day of the Dead. Um, they're all three fantastic. Okay. I mean, incredible <clears throat> films. Like, George Romero was a genius, really, genuinely. Um, and uh, Edgar describes Shaun of the Dead as if it takes up... He says it's a valentine to George Romero. Sure. Um, not, not a spoof, because he hates the word spoof. Um, and uh, it, he says it's like, if if if... In the zombie world, if mm-hmm. Hamlet was um, Dawn of the Dead, then this was um, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yeah, because it's about the bit players. It's sure, people, right. You know, like, the, um, of course, um, Night of the Living Dead is about a, a bunch of people trying to survive, but uh, Day of the Dead is about, is about um, a SWAT team, and uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead is about a SWAT team. Day of the Dead is about these scientists and on a military base trying to, you know, save the world. Sure. And... Shaun of the Dead is about two guys just trying to survive the day. Right, right. And it's it's it's, it's genuinely so good. I mean, honor, uh, Shaun of the Dead is so good. So, yeah. So, so the editing. Oh, God. Well, Edgar Wright is just a yeah phenomenal <clears throat> yeah editor. Did you guys talk about the last day, last night in Soho trailer? We didn't. I don't we think. No. Did not. Did you guys see it? I have. I have. I don't remember the particulars of it. Admittedly. I, it's it looks. I will pause bonkers. this if you want, and we can rewatch well, it. Well, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm good. Um, but um, the, 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 the weird thing about Edgar's career is he's talked a lot about um, how you know, like when he was younger, it kind of felt like you know, he couldn't really do these genres. You know, he had right. to do it that way. You know, the way that he did was, and it really feels like now he's just like he's off that reign, and he's just. He's going for it, and like yeah, yeah. that movie feels like it is set alongside like some of the greatest like seventies horror films. Like yeah, it, like mm-hmm. the way it looks, it just, and like what Baby Driver too. Like these are genre films that are just perfectly look perfectly executed. So, right. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm a big fan. <clears throat> All right. Well, Calvin, it was a pleasure having you on yeah. as always. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. I would like to. Yeah, do this more. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. This Our official fun. Snyder correspondent. Yes. Official Snyder correspondent, I guess. <laughs> nah, not exclusively. Not exclusively. It's really only like two out of three, yeah? Well, and I, I would like to come yeah. back before 1618 comes out and maybe yes. bring you guys a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Bring something. Yeah, I got an idea. Is it okay. a horror movie? It is a horror movie. Oh, I don't cool. like that. Yeah. Which one? Uh, I, I, I just because Jesse hasn't seen it and I love it so much and it was a movie that I, I when I went to the theaters to watch it I, I thought I was gonna like it just going to the movies to watch because mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those movies that's based off of like a children's game and, okay and then uh, uh, turns out it's not and, and it came out a couple uh, two years ago it's called Ready or Not I oh, saw it yes, on a yes. flight yeah yeah what do you think of it I actually really like it it's so good. so fun I need yeah, to like. Yeah. Sit down when I say I watched it. it on a flight, yeah. I mean 
the captions on the seat ahead of me yeah. were on, and no. I watched it. No, you but I was still like, ooh, this is it very is... fun. I would love that, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I think it's on HBO Max. It is, yeah. Hell it was yeah. last time I watched it. So we'll, uh, we'll I watched pens- it like three times in a weekend. We'll pencil time. it in. Yeah. So When we've got a, a better idea of a timeline for Safe House, then yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. We're, we're looking at sooner than you think. So Cool. I don't know <clears throat> anything. I'm not in the inner circle. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. Thank you guys. Of so, course. Um, do you remember what we're doing next week, Jesse? I don't. Do you? I do. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna do it this week to because uh, I'm actually going on vacation oh, tomorrow. Yes. yes, yes, yes. To uh, for my cousin's graduation. Shout out to uh, Hunter and Hayden. So uh, in honor of graduating high school, we are doing Booksmart next week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to watch it again. Yeah. I love Booksmart. Booksmart yeah. rocks. Great movie. It is. Double or maybe it isn't. Maybe we hate it. Double maybe we hate it. Double maybe Jesse feature. wants to watch it again to remember how much he hates it. Yeah. Double feature. It was super bad. Actually, I actually, <laughs> do we want to do a double feature? Are we gonna? Are we gonna do a double feature again? Is super bad on anything? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Double check. Emma just watched it at my house. Um, while I was oh, gone for the weekend. In that so. case, I think I think we're doing a. Are we doing a double? Are, feature? are we doing a double feature? Ooh. Are we? Are we gonna, are we gonna do that? Are we gonna do a feature? Booksmart and super bad? Yeah, alright. Uh, so tune in next week. And maybe a guest will be back because I know oh. someone who will this is, this is the person you just said who would previously watch this yeah, movie. Who would who loves both of these movies and uh, would kill you. Definitely jump at the uh, the chance to be able to talk talk about both of them as well as compare as a, and contrast them. As a double feature. Yes. yes. That's the fun thing, I mean. I might actually have to watch them at the same time. I have, yeah. I have fun putting together double features. Yeah. I agree. All right. So until then, I'm August Ricardo. I'm Jesse Davis. I'm Calvin T. Shepard, director of Tiff 1618. Follow them. We're going to come out soon. Hell yeah. Yeah. Until <laughs> uh, next time, Til stay next sticky, time. my friends. Bye.